today. Amen. Please be seated. Now, I wonder if you notice that, that somebody's missing from the front of church. Has nobody noticed yet? Yeah. Yeah, a very important character in our story. Um, Maura, do you know if somebody came and, and, and ransacked the church last night? Was it? Well, the only thing they nicked was baby Jesus, if that's true. That's, uh, I'm not sure how much he's worth um, in that form anyway. Um, so today we are going to be thinking about where is God? Of course, this time of year we think of God coming down as a human being. God as Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So today we're going to um, follow the clues and try and see where Jesus is. Where would a sensible God have gone? Where would a sensible God be living? Well, perhaps he's in the most important place we could possibly think. Now, I wonder if there is anybody here who could, who could suggest to me what the most important place in this church is. Maybe this table or maybe that table. Could you go and have a look and see if he's there? He's in a green bag, by the way, because I, I, didn't, I didn't want him to get knocked about. And could somebody check whether he's up here? Anywhere. He might be behind. He might have just nipped out the back. No? Okay. Well, he's going to be ever lost if you, if you can't find him. Well, he's definitely not behind there. Is he up there? No. No. So, our first reading talks about the building of the temple. And of course, David, King David, was one of God's best friends, basically. And David desperately wanted to build God a house. But what did God say to him? This is what the Lord Almighty says. I have been with you wherever you have gone. I will make your name great. I will be with you. I have been with you ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. Of course, David's son did go on and build a massive temple. And this is, this is Herod's version of it. Well, it's a, it's a model of Herod's version of it. And of course, people in Jesus' day would have thought that Jesus, God would have been near the temple. Surely God would have lived in Jerusalem, in the most important place for them. But no, he wasn't there. And he's not up there, is he? No. No, I know. I know exactly where he is. It's all right. Um, <laughs> so, okay, if he's not in the most important place, maybe he's with the leader, the most important person. Danny, have you got him? Have you got baby Jesus? He's in a bag. You know the, the um, green bag that Louisa gives cheese to people in? It's true. Um, it's exactly the right size. No, no. So Danny doesn't have baby Jesus. <laughs> in Jesus' day, the most important people would have also been living in Jerusalem. They would have been the religious leaders or potentially even the king. But no. Of course, no. We read today in our gospel reading 
that Jesus comes to a woman. There Mary is with a surprisingly um, early pregnancy test. Um, Yeah, okay, sorry about that. (laughs) It made me laugh. A surprising thing. And I don't know if you, you remember that strange line in the carol. I think it's, oh, come all you faithful. Lo, he abhors not the virgin's womb. What's abhorrent about a womb, we might ask? What is the problem there? That's a pretty shocking line. Um, but in those days, women were considered as definitely second-class citizens. Um, and Mary was an unmarried, young, unmarried woman. With an abhorrent womb, apparently. Not a sensible place for God to come and live with a teenage mother. God incarnate in the messy innards of a woman. In our messy humanity. In a very, very confusing situation. I mean, Mary... Mary incredibly says that she will do what God tells her to. I mean, what a scary thing that must have been. What is so important about God coming as an incarnate human being in the blood and guts of a person? The importance is because God knows what it is to be human. God knows what it is to be born and to grow up as a child and to grow up with all the problems that human beings have. So we do not follow a God who is just up there, transcendent above us. We follow a God who is incarnate, who is our brother, who is related to us somehow. Very, very important when we know how imperfect the world can be. So God didn't come to the most important place. He didn't come to the most important person. So surely God came somewhere comfy, right? Somewhere comfortable. I think the most comfortable place in this church is probably those sofas where, where um, Maura is and a couple of people are sitting. So can you, can, is baby Jesus back there in the little cheese bag? Nope. Doesn't look like it. So he's not in the most comfortable place. And of course, he did not come to the most comfortable place when he was born. Um, That's that's a reindeer feed trough because I thought it was a bit um, seasonal. Um, It's an an outdoor one, but it's it's pretty gross. I mean, usually the mangers that we see are are nice and comfy looking, kind of. They're nice and clean. They've got some straw in there. But it would have probably been a stone trough, most likely, and not comfy at all. No, God doesn't come somewhere comfy. God came to a really stinky place. I wonder where the stinkiest place in this church is. Can anybody think of where it might be? Absolutely. Go and have a look and see if you can find baby Jesus in the toilet. Hurry, hurry, I'm going to have to do a little song and dance routine. <laughs> so you, you might or might not find Jenny Parsons out there pointing you very obviously to where he might be. 
So we remember, and we remember especially that wonderful passage in Philippians. God made himself nothing. God was made in human likeness. God emptied himself of all outward power. He came as a baby, a helpless baby who needed his mother and his father. He was not important. He didn't come to the the important place. He didn't come to the important people. He didn't come to the comfiest place. Thank you very much. Would you like to unwrap him and, and pop him back where he's meant to be? Thank you. He came to a really stinky place in a human being. How surprising. Thank you very much. We're going to be doing a lot of furniture moving up here later on this afternoon. Thank you for finding Jesus. Excellent. So where is God? God isn't just in the toilet, though he's definitely there. And I'm sure we all talk to God in the toilet often. It's really useful because it's one place where nobody's going to disturb you. Um, God is, as we remember this time of year, Emmanuel, God with us, with all of us, wherever we are, with David, with all of the patriarchs, with the prophets who foretold his birth, with John the Baptist, his crazy cousin, with Mary, his unwed teenage mother, with all of those people who were involved in his story, with all of the saints of the ages who have been part of God's story of love for his people. And God is with us. He is our Lord, Emmanuel, in the muck of humanity. And he's right there. Amen.